Hello and welcome to Talking Transatlantic with Selena Kapari, staying up all night with a thirsty baby in the USA. And trying to homeschool his kids and not succeeding in the UK, Richard Wilson. In this podcast, we are talking about our fears and frustrations as parents in the coronavirus lockdown. Yep, yep. So that's mums or moms and dads now have to be teacher, entertainer, medic, and so on to their young humans. Sometimes we get caught to time with them, other times they just drive us up the wall. So, Talina, have you had another sleepless night? Um, yes, I have. Uh, this girl would rather be in the discotheque than asleep at 3 a.m. So, um, I've been watching a lot of new shows. I keep trying to read a book, but I'm just not that motivated. So, I've caught up. I don't know if you've got this in the UK. Uh, the 90s version of 90210. It was big. Oh, yes. So, I... <laughs> I finished the entire season in three days. <laughs> That's <how much laughs> we're, we're still reliving Friends on Netflix. We're trying to get it. Oh, yeah. Friends is always on. I think it's one of those shows that anywhere you are in the world, there will always be Friends, whether it has subtitles or not. Well, what we've got is, so Laura works, she works at the NHS, so she gets up about seven and then she's going to be in work for eight. But, so she just doesn't take as long to get to work because the roads are empty. Uh, but the earliest morning is Friday, which is today, because she's got to go to um, the shop to Morrison's, one of the UK supermarkets, for the NHS hour before everybody else can oh, get in. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It all happened because NHS workers were coming up long shifts and the shelves were empty. But every time she's been coming out, the um, every time she, she, the, the, there's been a massive queue, one of those weird queues with like two meters between each person all the way down. Uh, but there wasn't this morning, so maybe things are starting to settle down and people are st- stopping. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> um, so maybe things are starting to settle down and people are not panic buying so much. That's that's quite nice. Well, so, um, well, shall, shall we? Uh, Let's introduce our special guest. So. Sorry? I said, so let's get started. Yeah, let's get started. Let's go, go on to the, do, do you want to introduce our special guest? Yes, we have a special guest tonight. Uh, we also have another special guest who might be crying in the background, but don't worry. So we joining us in the UK from London is Gabby Griffith, who is a journalist, co-host of the Big Fat Negative podcast, and a new mom. Hi, guys. Hi, Gabby. Hi, Thanks Gabby. for having me. Thank you for coming on our lovely podcast. <laughs> no problem, anytime. Yes. We've, we've got a lot to live up to, Talina, because Gabby's Gabby has thousands li- listening to hers. Yes, <laughs> maybe <laughs> some of that podcast ma- podcast magic will rub off. Yeah, <laughs> I hope. If you're not listening to this podcast, check out the Big Fat Negative. <laughs> yeah, yes, check it definitely. out. <laughs> so, so Gabby, you've got little baby Otis. How old is he? Otis is 17 weeks or four months if you don't work in weeks like nobody else does. <laughs> I know, I, I'm trying yeah. to figure that out. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no one understands what that is. Otis is uh, one week after Sparkles, basically. Yes. Yes, because Sparkles is the 19th and Otis is the 27th? 27th, yeah. yeah. Of December. Christmas, yeah. December, so yeah. the day after my birthday, because I'm a Boxing Day baby, 
Oh. So, now you'll so, always remember Otis's birthday. Yeah. So you'll have um, grumpy, grumpy child on every Christmas. Like yes. I'm grumpy. We need to work out how to do it. What do you do? Does he have a like a half birthday in the summer? Or <laughs> I used to have a half birthday at the start of December. And I remember my parents saying to me when I don't know, I was maybe about eight, would you like to switch it to your real birthday or stay with the with the pretend birthday? And I said, Oh, I'll have my real birthday. It was the worst decision. Oh. I wish I'd wish I'd stayed at the start of the first of December because then, you know, that would have been the thing. Yeah. So um um, you know, joint Christmas presents every so often. You get mm-hmm. ripped off, and then every mm. so often your parents feel sorry for you, so then they get a really big present to make up for it. Yeah, um, yeah I told good. my husband that we have to do two presents. That's it. That's the rule. Like, we have to We have yeah. to do that for him, at least. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the one thing I find with, uh, to digress slightly, the one thing I find about having a birthday at Christmas is I get lots of like aftershaves and smelly stuff at Christmas, and it's all run out by July. So, um, ah. so I have a really fragrant half year, and then I'm just smelly until the next <laughs> one comes around. <laughs> so, so we know um, when to bump into you then. Yes, yes, yeah. Anytime before July. <laughs> so, did, have you had much sleep last night, then, Gabby? Um, no, I had very little sleep last night. Um, we we don't like sleeping at night. We much prefer. In fact, we don't like sleeping in the day either. Who needs sleep? These two people. Great friends, you can put them in a room together, scream all they want. <laughs> it it yeah. does get better. It does get better, but the, the, my kids just don't understand the concept of sleeping in. I can't. Be, oh. Why can't they sleep in? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 maddening, especially when you're on lockdown. Because you know, mm. it'd be nice to have a little break. So yeah, that, that'd be it. No, yeah, no break then for a young mum, for you two young mums, or mums of young, young, young mums of young babies. Yeah, no, yeah you're not seeing anyone, are you? So you don't have help, it's just you and your husband, correct? Or... That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes it even harder, like, uh, Dom, my husband's mother lives up the street, but because of this pandemic, she doesn't come over, so it's like, there is no break, you know? No, no. So, it, oh, there is Otis. Yeah. Uh, and so, Gabby, what are you doing uh, to stay occupied with your child during, you know, this global pandemic? You, oh, my God. <laughs> well, um, so we, I guess, um, we go for our daily walk, which you're allowed to do. You're allowed to leave the house for exercise. So we go out with the pram, um, which I'm starting to worry about because I'm like, should I be taking my child outside during a pandemic? Am I, am I being a negligent mother? Um, but... I think it's more for my mental health than his. Do you know what I mean? It's, he doesn't know what's going on, but I need to get out. Yeah. Just, I'll just go crazy. Um, and then we move garden to oh, the living room. Sometimes we hang out in the kitchen. You know, it's just from one PlayStation to the next, just trying to stop him from crying. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> one hand, I think, Gabby, you don't know if you really, I mean, agree with this it's like yay we don't have to homeschool like we have the sleepless nights they cry you know which is so hard but we don't have to worry about homeschooling yeah. so that's another thing so it's yeah. like or they don't know. like they have no idea so what's going on in the world all they exactly. want to do is go to the bathroom and that's about it <laughs> and like i feel like my life was already pretty small before the lockdown like i wasn't going out all the time i wasn't going out in the evening you know i'm looking after this baby all day so it hasn't changed that much but I feel like that little spark of joy of meeting some friends in the afternoon, that little way of punctuating the day has gone. 
So that's kind of like, that's yeah. what makes it so hard. Exactly. Are the, wait, are the parks closed in London or you're allowed to go for a walk or are the parks are okay? Because we have a lot of parks that are, it's banned, like depending on the state parks are banned to go to. So. Parks are open. Yeah, they've said that they are they're going to keep all the parks open, which is good. Just the yeah. just the climbing frames and the workout areas are closed, which yeah. some people just ignore, but mm-hmm. some people are respectful of. There was a, a park somewhere up here in, in the northeast where they um where the council have shut the park and the government's told them to open it and they want to keep it shut. Um obviously they think it's you know they're they're thinking about lockdown reasons, but you know, we need this. Uh, you need this open space. We live near um, a woods and a river. This is it a little river? So, you know, once a day we take the kids for a walk. And we walk through the woods, and then we go down the river, and we throw stones in the river, and then we go home. But that's enough to it, stop it, us going mad. It has made you realise, like, the simple things in life can actually bring you quite a lot of joy. And they, you know, even that, just walking down by the river and throwing some stones, if that's what you do to punctuate your day, then that's really important and you need it. Yeah. yeah, either that or they would be on the Xbox all day. Uh, they probably have a career as a professional um, gamer, e-gamer, or whatever they yeah, call them. Yeah. They, could be, they could be one of these kids who just sit in their uh, bedrooms and stream their computer games all day. Although I am struggling to homeschool them. Oh, did you... Um, I noticed during the week that the BBC has started to do uh, celebrity yes. workshops, yes. which I absolutely loved. And obviously Otis isn't old enough, but... David Attenborough teaching you about yeah. animals and pres- pre- what's his name? Brian Cox teaching you about the sky. Yeah, it is absolutely brilliant. The school are doing a really good job and they give us um, work to do and they, and they give us worksheets and they're really good and they can they can fill them out. But the, the BBC stuff is brilliant because you sit them down and you watch them and then um, you go on the iPad and then they've got all the all the, the lessons on the iPads which you can work through. Um, and you, so you watch a bit of video and then you answer some questions, you watch a little bit of video and they're in control, pressing the buttons. Mm. And it's, it is really, really good. Uh, it, 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 it's like a lifesaver. And the other good thing is there's a um, TV presenter called Maddie Motes and she presents on CBB uh, uh, and has a show, which is her and her fiancé, who's also a TV presenter, are doing a live show, 11 o'clock every morning on YouTube called uh, Let's Go Live. Uh, and it's all about sort of, science engineering finding things out for half an hour every day so um cool. it's absolutely brilliant and you know and it's an excuse to switch off the xbox uh, and the other good thing the one of the best things we ever bought is a trampoline for the back garden because as soon as they start fighting and trying stuff so right outside on the trampoline jump up and down a hundred times and boom, outside they go and come back in the night tie them out right like, yeah you know, I, I said it could be worse because if this was the 80s, I mean, can you imagine this lockdown? I mean, we have internet, we have FaceTime, people are doing Zoom. I mean, you get things delivered. So. Yeah, man. What would you do? The digital yeah. economy is pretty much keeping us all insane. It's come at the right time, hasn't it? Mind you, haircuts on guys especially start to look a bit like the 80s because we're not getting out and getting them cut. Oh, John looks like uh, John Travolta right now. Like, it's really funny. <laughs> I was like, you know, however... I don't know if you have this in the UK. So, you know, um, well, at least in New Jersey, all the salons are closed, but they have vans for uh, dog groomers. So the dogs can get the haircut. So Gucci, <laughs> my dog Gucci, 
actually has a hair appointment today and nail appointment. So I can't do anything, but the dog's going to look good. Well, apparently dogs are carriers. I mean, you know, listeners, don't take my advice. I have no medical expertise. But from what I've heard from, like, watching telly and listening to the radio, dogs <laughs> can't get it and can't transmit it. So, um, yeah. so I suppose, a- you know, you can do that. Yeah. But, yeah. but do, are you having any anxiety about having such young children in in this situation with this this virus going around? What do you uh, think? I think so, definitely. I think, like, even though obviously all the news coming out from China when it first hit was that babies were kind of not really getting it, and you know, there were, I don't think I think there's maybe been a handful of baby deaths. They're very, you know, kids are, are are really kind of not. They just seem don't seem to be succumbing to it. But you don't want to be the outlier, do you? You don't want to be that one percent that gets it um, and has something go wrong. So that's kind of always at the back of my head, anyway. Well, that's why, uh, like, I we're getting everything delivered because the uh, coronavirus rate is so high in Jersey. I mean, it's bad in my town. There's small town, 116 cases and six deaths. Now, for a town of only seven thousand nine hundred, that's a lot. So, like. I won't even let Dom go to the grocery store. Like everything's delivered. So you get what you get. Sometimes you can get bananas. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes, mm. you know, it's just like, because it's just scary. And um, my doctor, unless the baby's sick, they canceled all of our appointments. So this child, oh. her uh, next shots until next month. It was due this month, but they're oh, really everything. Yeah. We, um, we, I had to go to the GP this morning for something for him, which I was just, I was just terrified the whole time I was there. I kind of used the hand sanitizer about 17 times and I was wearing a face mask. I looked like Shredder from the Turtles. <laughs> and you know, it's scary that they're crying. You know, like I, before you would maybe, before this virus, you could say, oh, you know, that's just a baby crying. It's like, are you sick? Do you have coronavirus? Do you have to check the temperature? You know. Yeah. Otis, is that a new and persistent cough? Yeah. Exactly. I know, you don't know. So. We, we were we had a because Harry, our youngest, he's four, and he sat coughing. We thought, oh, that's fine, and then he sat coughing again. We're like, oh, no, oh, that God. that's a dry cough. So we put ourselves in lockdown, um, and then we kind of quickly realised it wasn't. But then we thought, well, what do you do? I mean, do you stay in lockdown or so? Because Laura works for the NHS, the the, the guidance said still going to work for her trust. Um, and then it changed, and it says no stay at home. So she was at home helping me and working from home. And, stuff. and then and then it changed the next day, so she went back into work. Um, but that seems like a lifetime away. I mean, that's probably about four weeks away now, ago now. And um, but um, so so my wife works for the NHS. Her sister's a nurse, works in the same hospital, um, and uh, when they come home, they do the full thing. They come in. And they go in the utility room, they take off all the clothes, go straight to the tub of dry, up, have a shower. Uh, phone is like completely cleaned with wipes and things like that. Oh, um, so it is a, is a bit uh, like, a, like a ritual every time you come in. Yeah, it's madness, isn't it? Have any of your kids' friends had it? No, not as far as I'm aware, no. Mm. Um, but we, we do live in a, it's a, it's like a little small town just north of Newcastle, so... It's not like a really dense place yeah. like London, for example. Yeah. So plague, plague infested London, as we keep calling it. <laughs> it was it was it was ages before Northumberland even registered of having any a 
official cases. Obviously, the amount of actual cases is thought to be much higher. Um, so, so from that, that point of view, but um, yeah, so every day Laura's going in the hospital, go to her hospital, uh, but she's a psychologist, so she's not on the front line. Oh, good. Uh, so that's good. She kind of like, her job's going to be caring for um, people who have recovered, but also members of staff, NHS staff, who will obviously have anxiety and, and, and uh, you know, issues dealing with working in these conditions. Yeah, I think the fallout's going to be like a lot different to what we kind of expect this to be. Like, it's going to slip our fingers and it'll go back to normal. Like, I don't think that's how it'll be at all. Like, I always think about like, are people in shape? Are they going to hug? How are you know your Europeans? You know, from Mediterranean countries, do they do two kisses anymore? You know, people yeah. are. Is Americans are we going to fist bump everyone? Like, what's up? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't mind the elbow tap. What do you reckon? I don't, know, I don't mind that. I quite like that. It's weird if you see someone that, like, well, your friend going, do I hug you? Have you sanitized yourself? Will you cut, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I went to the GP this morning, the GP coughed and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you actually kidding me? Um, but he was wearing, like, full face uh, mask and yeah. visor. So I was like, well, maybe it's he's keeping it in. What's it like going into the doctors and then seeing somebody sitting there, like, Darth Vader, you know, completely mask yes. on? It's quite surreal watching him because he was checking, not to give Otis's secrets away, but he was checking his scrotum because it looked a bit strange. <laughs> um, and so it was like Darth Vader was like opening my baby's nappy. And, um, you know, it's just like, this is really strange. <laughs> his scrotum is fine, everyone. It is fine. Healthy scrotum. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Get there, Gabby. What did so, you say? How did you get there? Did you have to take the tube or could you walk or drive? I drove. I drove. Oh, you drove. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been on public transport for a long time. We'll see. Uh, we had spoken about this in the last podcast. I mean, after this is over, I was saying how, like, I would get on, like, Jersey Transit and then go on the subway and then just go to my destination and not think twice. Like, the tube is much cleaner than the subway. However, do you feel... Oh, the sun is dirty, man. <laughs> you don't see as many rats. <laughs> but do you feel like people will be taking the public transport for, uh, differently, like bringing hand sanitizers or like standing or not wanting to sit? Or... Yeah, I think you'd be more conscious about not touching the handrails and stuff, right? Yeah. And it's going to be like that for, for a while. And it'd be interesting to see where, when you know, when the dust settles and we we, we, we we emerge from it and we're, time has passed just how different the next world well the world will be afterwards because one of the things which which kind of makes me smile a little bit if anything about this lockdown is yes clean. clean that's exactly it you know there's players from india apparently <laughs> the what there is a thing that you can actually see the Himalayas from India. Like before it was just smog and now. Wow. wow yeah. And like the, like um, the, 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 the canals in Venice becoming clear and fish and dolphins coming up, up you know, into the, into the lagoon in, in Venice because there's hardly any planes flying. Nobody's driving their cars. Um, yeah. And um, it, I suppose it's a, it kind of points to the complacency we've, we have as a, as a species, as a civilization, that oh, it'll be all right. Oh, global warming. There's so a lot of people 
Trump and people like that, oh, it'll be all right. And this is this is a real sort of wake up call, not just for this virus, this disease, mm. but other things as well. Well, I think it's going to prove to like. So my husband travels for business quite a lot, and he'll often go like he once flew to Chicago for one meeting. <laughs> yeah, like what? It's insane. Like I do, I just think I hope that businesses think again about how what they can actually achieve without traveling because it just before it was insane. So maybe that yeah. will be a difference. That yeah. I think, like for uh, my husband's work since he uh, works in the city, but he's an accountant, so he can do so much from home. And I think his uh, boss is saying that you know we don't always need to have these people in the office. You know, there's so much you can do from home. Mm. I think there's going to be a lot more people. I mean, depending on your job. Working from home. Yeah. Otis does need his nursery back, though, I have to say. Um, Dave has been working in that for the last four weeks, and we don't have a nursery, so (laughs) I do need him to go back to work. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I think at this moment, uh, Selena, do you think we should go to the news? Let's go to the news. Okay. I found this interesting. So... uh, Christina Cuomo, so the, uh, you know, uh, her husband, so you know the governor of New York? Yeah. So his brother, who's a CNN anchor, um, she, he's a, yeah, so he's a reporter, but uh, his they all got coronavirus, um, and it just showed that she has been bathing in Clorox, and she seems to think that works. So that is her remedy for coronavirus, is bathing, she puts Clorox in her bath. What, how, what's Clorox? Oh, Clorox is like bleach, kind of clean. Uh, what would you guys call it? Like, uh, I don't know, flash. Yeah. Dettol. Yeah. Dettol. Well, that's going to lead you on to the, what I was going to say, talk about, um, which is the most obvious thing as I, well. I, I see the dog in the porch two seconds. Oh, yeah. You, oh, you put the dog in the porch. So okay. they look at you, look at you, he gets his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's Trump. Yeah. Making a suggestion that you should inject um, detergent. I mean, is that not like the most? I mean, that's that has to be more dangerous than catching injecting detergent into your body is going to be more dangerous than just about any virus I can think of. It's insanity. Why? Why do they let him talk? Surely someone needs to stop him from talking. Like it's just the, the amount of people standing behind him going, "No, somebody stop him!" Like that. Trump. I was guessing it was Trump. Sorry. Did you say Trump? Trump. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just heard who stop stop talking. I'm like, oh, there must be on Trump. I was. I didn't even hear. But that's how bad it is when you say stop talking. I'm like, oh, it must be my president. Yeah. <laughs> he um, he, he does a speech. It says some crazy stuff, and then he goes away, obviously, back to the White House, and then he comes back, and then he's obviously changed his mind because somebody's turned around and said, you can't say this stuff. You're going to have to backtrack on all you've just said. So he just kind of like, does he does he think he's like being really creative, like off the hoof doing these mm, press conferences? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you seen anything out and about in the news, Gabby? Um, well, I... Um I suppose mine's a bit more frivolous. Um, and no, that's it was something, good. Oh, that's something, something that I was incredibly happy to see in the news was that um, Tom Hardy, the actor, is going to be reading bedtime stories on the local children's TV programme uh, here in the UK. 
And so I just feel like mums all over the country are delighted. Is that CBB's, CBB's bedtime stories? Yes, and the Tom Hardy swoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is he reading it weekly or is it every night? Well, Talina, I'm glad you asked. Um, so he's starting, <laughs> he's starting on Monday and he's reading a bedtime story every night until Friday, just oh, so you know. What a nice guy. What a guy. <laughs> um, um, Michelle yes. Obama's reading bedtime stories. So, is she? Yes, Mondays, I believe. So. Oh, so is Jarvis Cocker, while we're on the subject, oh. um, uh, of pulp fame, who's another favourite of mine. Two favourites of mine was um, Tim Peake, the British astronaut, read one from once from the uh, International Space Station. Oh, and, cool. uh, and Brian Cox did one, which was, which was brilliant. I remember that night because <laughs> Alex was quite young and I was having a row with Laura. <laughs> and, then, and then Brian Cox came on to read it and everything went quiet. <laughs> and Laura was like, so the argument's over now. I said, I, I can't stay. How can anyone stay angry when Brian Cox is reading a, a kid's story. Yeah, absolutely. But that's so good of Tom Harvey. So, uh, 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 is, is, he, um, is he reading it from his, from his home on uh, webcam? I believe so, yeah. And he always, um, he did it a few years ago and his dog was a big feature. So it's basically Tom Hardy and, and Tom Hardy's dog doing the, the reading from home, yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was the news. As, as parents, you know, it is, it is, uh, there's a lot of anxiety about work for our children, um, which isn't helped by um, engaging in um, social media such as Twitter and the like, Facebook, with some of the stuff which is, is, is being put on there. How, how do you deal with that? What do you do? Do you, do you steer away from it or do you just kind of like take it with a pinch of salt? Um, I think... I I do consume everything. I'm a you know I'm falling for all the clickbait just because it's just one of those sub- subjects that you just can't help but try and consume everything um, because of that anxiety. And I suppose you know maybe I should just switch everything off. But um, I think I guess you have to you do have to take everything with a pinch of salt. Um, and I watch the kind of the official BBC in the in the UK the official update every day. And if they're not saying things about babies or about kids or whatever then I'm kind of like okay we're cool for now. I was I mentioned something which we did in the little news section a couple of weeks uh, a couple of podcasts ago and it was um, uh, the ambulance service had to put out a press release saying that there was a voice recording and it was bogus untrue and it was somebody claiming to be a paramedic saying uh, children with no um, existing health conditions were dying um, it was it, it, it was listing up all these things, all, uh, totally engaging with people's fears, and um, yeah. I just why, why would you make that? Why would why would a proper, normal, sane human being put out stuff like that? No, it's very worrying because I mean, well, that's just it. You're sending so many people into a kind of world of panic, basically. And, you know, how many parents after reading that would have called NHS 111 and blocked up the helpline because they were panicking? You know, you've just, there's a knock-on effect for these kind of things, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and um, the other one is uh, telecoms engineers are, are, are actually getting death threats because of this um, perceived thing about 5G. The 5G thing is nuts. Which is it's completely, completely untrue. I know so because Brian Cox actually tweeted to say that 
that band of the electromagnetic spectrum has no effect on human tissue at all. Oh. Um, but um, David Icke, good Brian. Do you know who David Icke? You, you remember him, Gabby, will you? Yeah. yeah. He used yeah. to be football. Lizard, right? Lizard man, yes. Because he was a sports presenter at the BBC, didn't the snooker and stuff. He used to be a footballer and he's now a conspiracy theorist. And he was interviewed on London Live, I think. Uh, he was interviewed on a TV channel yeah. in London, I think. And he um, and he was coming out with all these crazy um, theories. So they've been um, Ofcom, which is the government till um, it's, it's the government watchdog in the UK, um, have uh, um, come down hard on this channel because they weren't challenging him. They were going, "Oh yeah, this is this, this, mm. is, uh, this is a juicy sort of conspiracy theory stuff." But it, it, it really does get. People believe it. Yeah, yeah. This is not the time for for that kind of nonsense. Basically, I think we all just need to listen to the experts, and that's you know, and not listen to Trump or David Icke. David Icke. <laughs> <Don't>. David, yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, like every time he speaks, you just have to laugh because you're just and he criticizes all the journalists. You're never going to make it. No, that guy wrote like five books. Um, you know, he's screwed. <laughs> Yeah. But, by the way, I just had some woman uh, pick up my dog. Never met her in my life. I was just like, okay. And there's a van outside. I just put my dog in some van to get his nails done. That's what you've just done just now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Some woman came in a mask, and I was like, here's what you. That's <laughs> incredible. Scooches outside. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they should have that for adults. I mean, this woman is like overbooked. It's been like took me like two yeah. weeks to get an appointment for my dog. Oh, I wish someone would come and take this baby in a in a van. <laughs> Just come and collect him. <laughs> we can see him on the on the video conferencing app, and he looks beautiful. He looks like a really. He's got your eyes. Gary. Oh yeah, he's he's cute, which helps, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't look like Winston Churchill, which my my book, my children look like Winston Churchill. I think I think all babies look a bit like Winston Churchill <laughs> when they first come out. Definitely. <laughs> so, um, they don't sleep. They don't want to sleep. I was like, how? Couple ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. They, they work on their own schedule or schedule, depending on which part of the world you're in. That's yeah. they, they they do their own thing, and we just work around them, don't we? Yes, we cater to their every whim, every hour of the day. <laughs> so entertaining children, for, for me, it is so easy just to put them on the Xbox and just leave them, and I'm trying not to do it. But um, I remember I remember when, I, when we were young, and you, you can't leave them alone for five seconds. Do you get any time to, to yourself? I get, um, Otis sleeps for 30 minutes um, at a time, maybe three times a day. So add that up, I get an hour and a half um, <laughs> to quickly check social media, eat something, kind of watch some content maybe. Um, yeah, and just kind of switch off my brain for a second and then, and then you're back on again. Uh, but I do, and I feel bad about this, don't judge me, I do sometimes watch television programmes over his shoulder. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching property programmes and period dramas and all sorts that he's uh, he's just having to watch as well. I used to watch Star Trek with my kids, um, lying there, <laughs> half asleep, and I was yeah. watching Star Trek. Well, I was wondering, what age can you make them, what, what age do they start watching telly? <laughs> 
Oh, that's a good question. I can't remember. <laughs> when, when is it okay to put cartoons on? <laughs> I can't. Uh, <coughs> that was a normal cough. That wasn't a corona cough. Um, I don't know. And I, I can't remember. I mean, by two, they're just, they're just watching telly. Um, but then they get hold of the iPad. And one of the first things these geniuses do, they work out what the password is. And mm. then they work out how to put kids' YouTube on. And then they watch drivel on kids youtube like that ryan's toys have you seen this brat from america this kid um he's called oh. ryan and he's worth like 11 million dollars sorry <laughs> oh there's a there's a there's a lovely cat showing us the a cat part right to the webcam sorry, <laughs> <Pizza> guys that's <laughs> <laughs> made my day that <laughs> i wish that i could was, screen that grab was, that that was betty <laughs> so are we look we're actually uh, just to digress we're getting a dog we're going to get a dog in may hopefully we can um oh yeah these, these puppies these lab puppies are going to be born in may we're going to try and get one so oh lovely so that'd be nice um but yeah so the kids the, and they watch all this this stuff they watch this this kid ryan who he just all he does is he gets toys unwraps them and plays with them and his parents video it and he's worth through sponsorships and such, 11 million quid. Jesus. Singapore, it's amazing. Kinder eggs. And she gets so much money because kids have been watching her YouTube station. Oh, she unwraps Kinder eggs, that that woman. So one of my friends in the UK came to America and she was like, here, I brought you a bunch of Kinder eggs. Just dress up and open them up and go make millions of dollars. Yes, do it. (laughs) I still have them. Not bad, people are all on the internet now. <laughs> it's been, I've had least... time since we've been off. Otis has been good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's insane what kids will watch. My my sisters watch uh, the unboxing of the, of lol dolls. They're called or something. Oh yes, yeah. they just watch that all day. What? Somebody somebody um, has got like the PJ masks, which is a cartoon kids watch, and the the what they've done is they put. The PJ masks in a glass with jelly. Let the jelly go hard. Emptied them out, and then opened the jelly and gone. Oh, here's Catboy. Here's Gecko, which are their names. And the kids watch it, and I'm thinking, look, there's a there's a TV channel there. It's a really good one made by the BBC. Well, can you watch that? Yeah. Not this this utter utter drivel. But you know, I'm not a five year old kid, so I'm, yeah. I'm out of touch. We're not done with the kids. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they want to watch. Fine. <laughs> um, so, thankfully, you don't have to do homeschooling. That is one no. of the hardest things. It yeah. is. I mean, uh, yeah, keep keep the schools closed for as long as it's safe. But as soon as they are open, let them go back. Get them back in. How are you managing? Are you a good teacher? Well, um, you're, you're a lecturer, aren't you? That's your mm, job? Yeah, that's my job yeah. as a lecturer. And... Um, I'm an awful teacher of my own children. Oh, um, I bet that's not true. <laughs> they, were, they won't listen. I mean, the BBC stuff's really good. Uh, and the stuff that the, the teachers sent through. But they, um, the, 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 that kind of sort of attention, kind of like listening, they'll do for anybody else but us. But yeah. Laura's a lot better than I am. Um, but they're just, you, you know, you're having to like, draw them out of it. And I, I said to... Um, we were talking about what were we talking about? Um, cent- centimeters. 
and I said uh, centimeters uh, is what we use in the in the UK. Is what what you use in America? Do you still inches and feet in America? Oh, but I use inches and feet. Yeah. Yeah. We we, we yeah we. No, yeah, we use it in. We've got metric a long time ago. But um, so I said centimeters. So like a centimeter, centi is like the Latin word or whatever for 100. So centimeters, how many in a meter? And it was like uh, a thousand. No, no, centimeter. Centi is the Latin for 100. How many centimeters in a meter? Uh, a million? <laughs> centimeter, 100. And it's, it's not because he's not clever. It's just because she's just not listening because he just doesn't listen to me yeah, um, at all. Unless I say, would you like some sweets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a treat. Are you having to bribe them to do stuff? Oh, yeah. Well, truly, all the time. Bribe them. Um, Alex is desperate to watch Indiana Jones. And he, he actually got up early one morning when we were still asleep, went downstairs and watched Raiders of the Lost Ark all the way through wow. and then came up and said, why did their faces melt at the end? And like, and I was like, what have you made them watch? I said, it's not me. So um, he's desperate to watch more of that. He's desperate to watch um, like the Avengers. So what I say is, you're like, you can you can watch like the start of Iron Man if you do this and then I let him watch the start because the start's not too bad, you know. Mm. Um, and I bribe him with sweets. Um, I bribe him with money. I'll say oh, yeah. things like, uh, I'll give you a thousand pounds if you do this. I'm not obviously going to give it because I just think they'll forget. But they don't. They do remember. <laughs> so yeah, how, how much debt are you to these lovely children? Um, oh, I've lost count now. Actually, um, they went on the Xbox the other day and they started buying games, like 50 pound games, and I had to get a refund. I was like, boys, you can't do this. And Harry wow. was poor. He went off and then he came back with his dinosaur money box. And he said, how much do I owe you, Daddy? Oh, that's so cute. I know, it was rather quite nice. Sorry? How old are they now? Um, well, Harry's four, and Alex is nearly seven. I know, I have to say it's seven like that, because I can't believe it. It's like, when did he get to be at that age? They just suddenly are. They just You wake up one morning and they're like, hello, father, hello, mother. <laughs> How much money do I owe you, Daddy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my lord! This whole baby thing, everyone's like, "Oh, cherish these moments. You'll miss them." Will I? Will yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. Like, does that make me a bad mom? Like, you know? No. No. Like, these, these, these times are really hard. Yeah. You know? it's, everyone's like, it's "Oh, nothing." Yes. Like, are you going to have any more? Me well, Dom wants to have another one. He's like, "Yeah, let's keep it going." And I'm like, "Stay away," because we're in the middle of a global pandemic, and I can't even get a doctor's appointment. Why do we <laughs> want to have a child right now? Like, bad timing, bad. Yeah, and Otis was um, conceived via IVF, so we need. Uh, we've got some. Uh, we've got three embryos in the freezer. Oh, uh, will will they become children? I don't. I don't think so. I think we might keep them in the freezer. Yeah, um, yeah. I've I've got enough on my hands. <laughs> it's a lot, and, this, and the only thing that I mean, this pandemic's been horrible. But Dom is actually able to help me in the mornings because before he'd be commuting for two hours to New York from like all the time he gets to his office. So at least in the morning, I can get a little sleep because he can help. But yeah. like when things go back to normal, then I'd be like, oh my gosh, like. Ugh. But she'll be sleeping through the night by then. We'll be oh. fine. <laughs> She will. It's coming around the corner, honestly. It, it will. It'll be there. It'll be there. <laughs> My word of advice is um, 
when they come through to your room in the middle of the night, send them back to their own beds because we were a bit soft. And my my mum and dad said, you make the rod through and back. Laura's mum and dad said the same thing. Now I sleep in the bottom bunk oh. and Laura and the two boys are in our bed every uh. single night. Um, is he in a crib now, Gabby, or is he in a bassinet? He's in a crib. He's in a big boy crib um, a- at the bottom of our bed. Yeah. Okay. And, mm. and do you, now, if he cries in the middle of the night, do you pick him up right away or do you try the crying out? Like some people are very, you know. I Well, I'm just very conscious because I live in a flat. So there's a couple that their bedroom is above ours. And I'm <laughs> just really, I can't let him cry for that long because I'm like, I'm going to wake them up. So I let him cry for maybe a minute. We'll see if he stops. But then I've really got to pick him up. Do you pick him up and speak or do you just pick him up and rock him? No speaking. I pick him up and probably stick him on my boob. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, And often fall asleep like that in the bed, basically. (laughs) Gabby, thanks very much. It's good to see you again. Yes. And, um, thank you, Gabby, for coming on our show. We thank you. Thank you for having me. And yeah. Yeah, if you want to get in touch, you can contact me at, at Richard W News on Twitter. And I, Talina has eventually decided she's going to go back onto Twitter. Is that right, Talina? I'm not a Twitter girl, but I, I'll go on. So, and I'm at, what's my thing? At Tales from Talina, I believe. That's Twitter. right. Ugh, Twitter. But, anyways. So, and you can listen to, to Gabby on uh, the Big Fat Negative. Big Fat Negative podcast, yes. Give us a listen. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. And um, hope to see you again soon time soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.